Welcome to Radio KBPV, Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village, a podcast about the history of southwestern Alberta, presented by Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village of Pincher Creek, a museum complex that documents the stories of western Canada's agricultural settlement through the preservation of local buildings and artifacts among a six-acre park. Pincher Creek is a town of 3,700 souls in a vast rural trading area of some 3,000 rural dwellers. A vibrant region of rolling prairie, foothills, the Rocky Mountains, the Pecani First Nation, Waterton Lakes National Park, the Crow's Nest Pass, and the Upper River Watershed of the South Saskatchewan River Basin. Join us in this podcast where we present walking tours of our buildings and hear the stories of the farmers, townsmen, cowboys, mounties, pioneer women, politicians, chroniclers, miners, railroaders, and so many other significant histories of this particular corner of Canada. Well, welcome back to Radio KBPV, the podcast of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village in Pincher Creek. My name's Ranger Gord Tolton, and today we're going to read another edition of Farley's Frontier Chronicles. Hi, before we get started with Farley's story, I'd just like to talk to you a little bit about uh, Kootenay Brown's special shopping event coming up this Saturday. That's December 19th, 2019. And this is our Boxing Day Before Boxing Day sale. Or rather, our Boxing Day Before Christmas sale. Now, of course, we are not going to be open on the actual December 26th Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. So we're giving you a chance to have a look at the store and share in some savings and uh, get some gift ideas before Christmas actually comes. So that might be a little practical way of getting you into the store. Now, as I said earlier, this is December 21st, this Saturday. It'll start at 10 a.m. when we'll open the doors and it'll run till 4 o'clock. So that's a one day only, this Saturday only, folks, for the Boxing Day Before Christmas sale. Many of our selected items in the store will have discounts. Some will be up to 50% off. And there is no goods and services tax at the store. So that's the savings are even better. So we'll have some hot chocolate for your enjoyment and probably some nice music heading out to the background. So it's a kind of a very nice casual break. As you're doing your shopping around Pincher Creek, stop into the store and see what we have. Now as a further incentive, um, I assume that if you are listening to this podcast, you will know how to run Facebook. So if you go to our the Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village Facebook page, which is, to be specific, facebook.com slash kootenay.brown.3. So Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village Facebook page. And first you have to like the Pioneer Village page, and then you have to share your, you can share the post uh, that is on there and tag your friends. Now the particular post you're looking for will have a a little green dot that says the $30 gift card. So what this entitles you to if you are drawn to $30. So uh, let your friends and uh, other Facebook friends know if if you think they're going to be in the Pincher Creek area and we will give you a chance to win that. The draw is to take place 
on Saturday, 10.30 a.m. at the Village. So come on down and that'll give you a, a chance to use up your $30 in the Village. And as we said, uh, with many uh, of the discounts that we'll have, that will be able to go very, very far. So our Boxing Day Before Christmas only, day only sale, 10 to 4, Saturday, December 21st only. And the store will actually be open on Monday as well. And that will be our last day before we take our Christmas break, uh, reopening on January 6th. So we'll get right into Farley's story. Uh, this is a regular feature here on Radio KBPV, in we re which we read the uh, uh, columns of Farley Wuth, our curator and historian here at Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. And being as how we are in the Christmas time, so we're heading into the season, so we're going to read a few of uh, Farley's columns that he has uh, prepared for the uh, our local newspaper, Shooting the Breeze. This particular column was prepared on December 5th, 2018, so just a little over a year ago. And here Farley's going to tell us all about Christmas in 1927 at a local country school called the Coalfield School. That's uh, west of Pincher Creek. So the Coalfield School celebrations were truly a community event, as Farley tells us. Local historical traditions tell us that the Christmas 1927 celebrations in Beaver Mines truly were memorable. The nearby Coalfield School hosted its annual Christmas tree and concert, and the student performances were widely received by parents, families, and local pioneers. The ambitious 1927 event was held at the Lyrie Hall, located directly into the community of Beaver Mines itself. Due to all the excitement the program created in the community, it was co-sponsored by both the Coalfield School and the Castle River Club, a local recreation group. The school's teacher was Bessie Williams, and Bessie organized her students and the activities, while the club's vice president, Viola Upton, served as the evening's chair. It was Wednesday, December 21st, 1927, was selected as the date for the celebrations. The program started, as it always did in those days, and ended with patriotism. The singing of O Canada was particularly significant in 1927, as this was the Diamond Jubilee of Confederation. 
or 50 years since the uh, Confederation of the Provinces of Canada in 1867. Six months earlier, the Dominion Day earlier had witnessed several commemorative and sporting events in the Pincher Creek area. This Christmas program concluded with God Save the King. The reigning monarch of the Commonwealth at that time was King George V. The audience was thrilled with the Christmas pageantry adeptly presented by the Coalfield School students. In cheerful voices, they sang a selection of traditional Christmas songs. A short skit with lively dialogue drew much applause. Recitation of stories and poetry followed. They also presented mock drills across the makeshift stage. Christmas performances by pioneer students are well embedded in our local history and folklore. The Castle River Club also presented several performances with which the students assisted. A well-received play was called Lend Me Five Shillings, and that won much audience acclaim, particularly for the performances of performers' acting skills. Leslie McDowell, Annie Plant, Ray Lang, Eva Eddy, Dave Link, Jeff Smith, and Richard Reed were the acting crew. Some of these pioneers came from the neighboring rural communities of Fir Grove to the north and Mountain Mill to the east. Such was the enthusiasm and dedication for events on the frontier. You have to remember this was also winter travel on very bad roads and as they say in the schools, uphill and through the snow. The play was supplemented by a solo or two plus musical selections of the Beaver Mines Kitchen Band. While Santa Claus made his much-anticipated appearance following the formal program and distributed much-appreciated treats to the community members gathered. A delicious lunch was served by the Beaver Mines Women's Institute, very active during those early years. A dance lasting several hours concluded the evening. Now the Coalfield School was a pioneer landmark. And Bessie Williams, the teacher, had originally come from Calgary. Press reports in the Pincher Creek Echo indicated that she spent the Christmas holidays in Calgary with her parents, but she taught at Coalfields for two and a half years starting in September 1927 in a one-room schoolhouse. Many of her students that year came from the Gamash, Lowry, McDowell, Kolkowski, Stillman, Hollenbeck, Lynch, Vroom, Byron, Duron, Ballantyne, and Kylo families. The Coalfield School was located less than a mile east of Beaver Mines, and it was in operation for more than half a century following its opening in autumn 1909. It hosted classes from grades 1 to 8 until June of 1962 and was one of the last country schools in the Pincher Creek area to close due to consolidation. At one point, there was a teacherage, or a teacher's residence, immediately to the school's west. But for many years, teachers simply boarded at local ranches. As was the case with the students, teachers living with pioneer families would either walk or ride horseback to and from the school. 
Now, given the road and weather conditions during the Christmas 1927 season, most people attending the festivities would have used traditional transportation methods. Very few would have had motorized vehicles. Today, the Coalfield School still stands on the south side of the road to Beaver Mines, a reminder of those bygone days of rural education on the Canadian prairies, and it still opens to be used for community events. Thank you for listening to Tales of Kootenay Brown Pioneer Village. This episode was researched and written by historians Farley Wood and Gord Tolton. This podcast is recorded and engineered by Gord Tolton. Episodes can be found at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, or any other podcatcher. Visit our website at www.kootenaybrown.ca. Kootenay is spelled K O O. T-E-N-A-I Also, visit and join our pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for more information on our museum or even better, visit us at 1037 Beverly McLaughlin Drive in beautiful Pincher Creek, Alberta.